Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller and this is a pro wrestling show. As you know, uh, it's Thursday, the 28th of May. Sometimes people go, Miller, I need a date. There you go. I mean, you could just look in the podcast feed and it would tell you. But I respect you all the same. A um, little bit of information to get out there before we do begin. Again, uh, other feedback that I got over the last couple of months was Simon, uh, you know, it's, it's always good when we can join you live on YouTube, which of course we do with some of these streams. Search for Simon on YouTube, twitch.tv forward slash Simon Miller 316 but you know can you just upload mini clips of your opinions on certain things so we can watch it that way and look I do everything for you guys so now if you go to YouTube and search for Simon Miller clips there's a whole YouTube channel for it um, and I'll just keep throwing stuff out there I will cut clips from episodes keep them no longer than 10 minutes max that's not the point of them and I just wanted to say I appreciate the feedback you see you give me new things to do and that's what it's all about also a salute to everybody that has joined the patreon this week patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316 I can't do any of this shib without that if that went away I'd have some kind of aneurysm and be in, in fear but let's not worry about that let's be positive and of course one of the things you can do if you join the patreon is you come on the podcast I get to talk to you for a while it always comes up with some um, incredible ideas ideas and today it's my man who uh, i actually kind of know kinda kinda from afar it's my dude paris paris how you doing today i'm good brother i'm good doing real well how about yourself yeah well man i'm well i'm pumped for this chat now look before we get into the nitty-gritty dude you've got your own stuff going on and it's important that we get it out there because i've got analytics and i know i know how people <laughs> i know how people listen to podcasts they they love the first 30 minutes and then there's the second 30 minutes That's so. well, let's, well, let's get it out there then uh, yeah, everybody, uh, you know, I'm known as Mr. HD, and I do a podcast as well on YouTube. It's not on all the other podcast platforms right now, but it's called Wrestling on Weed. Probably haven't heard of it yet. We're, you know, about a hundred a million subscribers behind what culture, but we'll get there one day, I hope. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, man, I do the pro wrestling podcast thing. And like I said, it's called Wrestling on Weed. So obviously um, we're incorporating the love of the marijuana into our show so <laughs> it's just a good time man i love pro wrestling been watching it for 34 35 years man i'm an old man now so you, know. <laughs> you and me both dude and look, <laughs> yeah, it, it's genuinely of course i'm gonna say this is on the line but genuinely it's a really good show uh, i checked it out the yeah. other day and it's just it's pure passion and i tell you i've always said this um, you know, I don't care how anybody approaches wrestling. You do it your way. But when someone is super passionate, it just comes across. It lights a fire under you. Dude, you got it in spades, man. So, and they'll see oh, it. People, thank you, man. Pe- uh, <laughs> pe- people will hear it right now. Well, look, I'm going to start here, man. We don't get to talk about NXT enough on my show just because okay. of, you know, when it comes to what culture stuff, I'm not the NXT guy and trying to right. fit any more wrestling into my life is so damn hard. But dude, again, this is why I was so excited. When we were just arranging the time and sorting stuff out, you're like, man, I'm watching Riddle versus Thatcher again right now. It's man. badass. Now, dude, I have seen it in sort of clipped form because again i usually check out nxt on fridays but look i've seen the feedback again i've seen the clips i've seen the part when flipping matt riddle jumps off the side because he's a Bruh. mentalist dude give it to me man how good was it 
I mean, it was it was it wasn't even that long, bro. I thought that the match would be, you know, because it's expected to be Riddle's blow off match for, you know, uh, NXT and he's expected to go to the main roster. So I'm thinking they might give him 25, 30 minutes. Uh, But it was kind of a short 10, 15 minute match from the jump, bro. Like from the jump, Riddle just jumps off the platform. The way the cage was set up was fucking amazing they had like this platform around the little cage it reminded me of the old school you remember the cages that uh ken shrenbrock used to fight in the yeah, little yeah, fight yeah, cages yeah back in wwf times it kind of reminded me of that and it had like a scaffolding platform on top of it so they could walk around it i'm sure you've seen it but like off the break riddle just attacks him hits him with a flying knee and it was like just a slapper for 15 straight minutes like they brawled a little bit and did some some grappling in the first minute or so but after that man it that was one of the hardest hitting matches i've ever seen bro like, i mean they they were trying to legit injure each other thatcher <laughs> lost teeth you know what i mean i guess it's kind of what you have to do isn't it without the fans and when you've got i know it basically looked like a steel cage but you're trying to get it across as something different so if the idea is to give it that sort of mixed martial arts feel and you can't get the energy from the crowd you've got to do it by just hammering each other in the face i mean that's what daniel bryan and drew gulak have been so good at but obviously this was different because it was the focus on the show and i didn't i I saw the the finish as a gift so it was was the worst it was the worst uh, (laughs) resolution ever but he tapped matt riddle right he tapped out Matt Riddle. he tapped out matt riddle and what was what was weird about it was it was weird and it was good is that soon as, you know, Thatcher, you know, the bell rang and Thatcher let him go, like Riddle came too. It wasn't a situation where he laid on the ground and sold it for 20 seconds like he was unconscious. He immediately kind of got up like, yo, what happened? What just happened? So Yeah, like legit, still, man. He's still, yeah, like it would look like a legit fight. Like he's he looked like he had done that before. And as we all know, he has done that before, you know, as far as real fighting. So it looked like he knew what he was doing. He sold the shit out of it. Uh, yeah, man, it was it was an amazing match. And if that was Riddle's last match at NXT, you know, he's already been killing it. You know, when there was fans <laughs> and without fans, he's been killing it. Regardless, I think that he's... uh. He's all prime and set to go to the main roster. I, I hope mean, they do something let, right with him. Yeah, let, let's go with that rumor, right? So the rumor is, is that they filmed some kind of vignette for SmackDown. He's gonna, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to that show. So two questions. One, what does he, you know, what does he do on SmackDown, or what should WWE be doing with him on SmackDown? But more importantly, and I saw this kind of being debated, and I thought it's kind of interesting. Obviously, the tried and tested way to leave a territory, quote unquote, is you go out on your back which is what right. Matt Riddle did. But NXT and SmackDown are under the same company. And I, I, I think they get away with it because the audiences aren't the same. I don't think the same people watching SmackDown are watching NXT. And if they are, it's people like you and I, and we don't care. Who understand. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. we get it. But um, yeah, so what's he going to do on SmackDown? And do you think he would have got more momentum with a win? Or again, like I say, do you think it's utterly irrelevant? What I don't need them to do, Simon, listen to me. What I don't need them to do is put my man in a feud with Dolph Ziggler. Anything <laughs> but putting him in a feud with Dolph Ziggler. Listen, I'm not trying to see it happen. I know what they're probably going to do. He's going he's gonna to get sucked into the Corbin, uh, <laughs> into the old Corbin thing, as everybody does, it seems like. Uh, but I, I I don't know, man. I think that they have so many, because he's obviously a baby face, so they, they, there's a number of people, because... SmackDown needs baby faces, especially with, you know, Brian not being around as much and Roman not being around and, you know, so on and so forth. Sammy not being around right now. So 
SmackDown needs some good baby faces, but they may, maybe they put him up against Andrade because Andrade just lost his belt. So, you know, I, I mean, I would love to see that match. You know what I mean? For yeah. one, I'm sure a few other people would as well. Oh, man, um, no doubt. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, they have a, a few things they could do with them. Just please, for the love of fucking God, <laughs> do not put him in a match with Dolph Ziggler to start his SmackDown career. Whatever you do, WWE, that's all I'm saying. And I love Dolph Ziggler. Like, I'm one of those guys, like, I have clips from live Raws where I'm wearing Dolph Ziggler merch. So I can't, I don't want nobody to post a picture of me on Instagram like you was hating while you got on his shirt. You know what I mean? So, so I, I like Dolph Ziggler. He's a great seller. He's, he's, he's very good at his job. He has a long career for a reason. He's very talented. It's just once you fight Dolph Ziggler, you're automatically, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, no, that I, I think it's like, ah, it just lowers a little bit. And I don't want that to happen for Riddle because I think he's great. No, dude. I mean, you're you're 100% correct. There's a, there's almost a, a stigma around being an NXT guy and then ending up fighting Dolph Ziggler when you come up to Shit. be a quote unquote main <laughs> roster. And we just it gets boring. I think we'll be okay because he seems to be tied up with Otis and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Right. Like I don't think you're right. gonna slide Matt Riddle into that. I don't think that would work at all. But I, I I do think that Baron Corbin is not the worst shout in the world. I mean, he's not got yeah. a lot going on. There's the Elias stuff, but ultimately, too, who threw Matt Riddle out the Royal Rumble? It was Baron Corbin. It was Baron so, Corbin. Holy so, shit. Oh, no. It's going to happen. Oh, my God. I, I, look, I don't know. The thing is, I don't mind it being Baron Corbin, but Matt Riddle's got to beat him. That's the thing. Matt Riddle yeah. has to beat him. Like, Corbin has got to the point now, whether you, you, know, whether you, you like him uh, or not, he is he's a go-to guy for WWE. For record, he just is. I love Baron Corbin. For the record, he's one of the best hills in the business. That's why I hate him so much. Yeah, well, I, Just I, to be clear. Right? No, no, I think he gets a hard rap. I think everything he's done with this King gimmick, I, I I tip my hat to him because... I love it. Yeah, he's embraced it. You know, he's not shying away from it. That's all I ask when somebody takes on a new persona. Absolutely. But the problem is, is that, you know, the... Uh, we'll call them the vocal minority because that's what they are. But when the, <laughs> when the vocal minority... You know, you get put into any kind of program with him. There's a there's a negative backlash, which again I don't mm -hmm. agree with, and that's what I worry about Matt Riddle. I don't want him to because you have to look. If you give him a feud with Baron Corbin, Corbin has to get something out of it. Otherwise, right. you know, that's just well, let, look. I take that back. If you wanted Matt Riddle to come in and just destroy him, I would love it. But that's <laughs> that's not how WWE does business, though. We know this. That's not how WWE does business. Facts. So. That's my only thing. I hope it doesn't, you know, I hope it doesn't irk anybody the, the wrong way. Uh, I, I, I love Corbin. Corbin could definitely get Riddle over. Like, he could get him over, like, on the main roster because everyone hates Baron Corbin. They hate seeing him. They just want to see him get beat. So bringing Matt Riddle in, the cool stoner kid who just doesn't give a shit, like, to beat, you know, the guy who takes himself way too seriously, I think. I think it could work. Like, personally, I would like to see it. I just know how people are going to react to it. And I don't want that for Matt Riddle. Like, it's, it's just, it's, it's really unfortunate. Like you said, it's the vocal minority. It's always the vocal minority. They're so fucking vocal, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's so, it's, you know, it's like, they're so loud and obnoxious, you know. Oh, we don't want to see Baron Corbin ever. So you want your hills to be baby faces? I'm fucking confused. Like, yeah. what do you want? You want to like the hill? It's, it's like, it's not how it always works in pro wrestling. So, 
you know, I, you know, I understand. I just, you know, I'm praying for Matt that he doesn't get the backlash that he doesn't deserve. You know? No, I, I'm with you, man, because I think he's got, he's one of these guys where, and again, I'd, I'd love the audience to get in touch and let me know. But I think even if you were desperate to hate him, like you just didn't like him, you know, some guys just rub you up the wrong way. He would win you round eventually. Right. Because he's Absolutely. just, he's just, uh, he's just got, he's, that, he's one of these guys that has something about him and you don't know what the hell it is. There's just something, just the way he talks, he's so relaxed. He's, he's cool. Like he's a cool yeah. guy. I, yeah. I, I was the same, like um, when I first heard about the, because um, I kind of knew him from UFC and then people said, oh, he's transitioning into wrestling. He's really, really good. And I watched some of his stuff, but I hadn't seen a lot of his promos. I was like, well, he is really, really good. But again, I, w- I didn't connect with him straight away. But then the more I saw him, the more I talked to him, uh, well, so I heard him talk, I should say. I was like, oh, no, this guy is just, <laughs> this, guy, <laughs> this guy is great. He's just different. Uh, it's different. And you know, over here at Wrestling on Weed, um, Matt Riddle is a, a, a you know, company favorite. You know, we love Matt. We support Matt in all his endeavors because Matt is a proud stoner. So we, <laughs> of course, yeah, of we course, support yeah. Matt. Yeah, you know I mean, so we, you know, from the as soon as I found out about him and I realized how good he was, you know, uh, I was I was all in. I was like, oh, I love this guy. There was moments he has cringe moments where you know some of his promos are like a little cringe, but it's like you know it's whatever. It's you know nobody bats a hundred percent. So. The guy's really good at what he does. He's a legit fighter, uh, which makes his, you know, wrestling matches even more entertaining to watch. But, you know, over here at WOW, we we love Matt Riddle. You know what I mean? We're a big fan of him. So, you know, yeah, I'm I'm hoping the best for the guy, man. Hell yeah, man. Uh, totally. Like I say, it sounded like the best way to go out at NXT. The result aside, you can argue about that to the cows come home. And we'll see. Again, you never say anything is 100% official. But tomorrow night on SmackDown, I would guess... You get some kind of introduction with, 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 with Matt. I do too. It's, it, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. I think there's yeah. a, especially right now where you kind of need new stars. Dude, tell me about the, we'll talk about Dynamite in a sec. Tell okay. me about the rest of NXT because again, I, I heard all this, you know, chatting about the main event. I was like, okay, how do I piece this so together? I didn't watch the whole show, yeah. but I did watch the the tag team match between Charlotte Flair and uh, she had. Um, oh, Chelsea Green, she, right? Chelsea Green come yeah. out. Yeah, and they took on uh, Io Shirai and uh, uh, shit, drawing a blank. Uh, Charlotte's the uh, the Charlotte B. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte Light. <laughs> I, I'm looking it up. I, I can't think who the hell it is now because my brain you know, is. The, she has the bob haircut. She's number one contender. She's yeah, in the triple. I, I, I know who you mean, and now I can't think of it. That's what. That's name. what happens. You know, it's live, live radio, live TV. It, um, uh, the yeah, Rhea Ripley. That's her name. Rhea Ripley. How the yeah. hell did I forget? That right. Charlotte don't hate, man. Don't hate, man. Listen, <laughs> my highness can sometimes wear off. My weed is really strong. So you know, <laughs> through the phone, even through the airwaves. You know what I mean? You might catch a contact. So <laughs> it did, man. I got it. But she, uh, she, she got rid of um, what's his face as well, didn't she? Her manager, yeah. right? Um, yeah, yeah. Bob. Now I can't remember his name either. My word, my brain. Just... <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, he looks like one of the librarians. But yeah, she got rid of him. He was out there. Robert Stone. Thank you, yeah, Robert Stone. There we are. Yeah, you know. So it was. I thought that they had a really good match. Um, Charlotte won, which was a little surprising to me. Uh, but. You know, she's the queen, and I figure in this triple threat match, she's going to drop the belt to one of these ladies. Mm. So I guess this is just making Charlotte look even bigger. 
Uh, but the match was really good. A tag team match, uh, Chelsea Green. I haven't, you know, I've watched a few matches of hers recently. She had, you know, that little, uh, that good back and forth um, with the, with uh, one of the NXT girls, the girl with the dreads, the little short when she's played, she had a couple matches on Raw as well. There's so many fucking wrestlers right now. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> like, Dude, too much is, wrestling, bro. It's literally is, too much. Like, is. it's way too much. It's too many wrestlers. Uh, this shit is becoming my job now, so it's like, I have to remember a thousand uh, fucking names, dude. You know, I, I I've been there, man, and and I, and I'll yeah. never forgive you when you when you make a mistake. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean the good thing about me, Simon, is I don't give a shit. Yeah, Hell yeah, dude. Best way to be. Yeah, best way to be. This shit is. This, I literally do this for fun, bro. Like I'm I'm good. Yeah, good, I mean, man. Like, that's this what I like to hear. Yeah. Um, this is my passion. Did you get the idea? And again, I I only read stuff, so you know I, I don't have context. But did you get the idea that? there's going to be some kind of partnership between Charlotte and Chelsea going forward. Is that what they were hitting at or not really at all? Uh, kind of, but not really like Charlotte was definitely like giving her props and like giving her head nods and facial expressions. Like, okay, I, I like this girl. She, you know, she has potential so they could potentially do something with that. I just didn't get that vibe. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think Chelsea's that, you know, she's like the Charlotte, counterpart or the charlotte understudy but i could be 100 percent wrong i mm. just think that because their characters are a little bit similar as far as they're both arrogant or whatever i just feel like shit charlotte's my favorite you know favorite female superstar favorite female wrestler in the world i think she's the greatest um so you know it's always going to take a lot for me to put someone on her level as far as i could see them yeah in a one-on-one -on -one match on the you know in the main event against her or you know even side by side but you know maybe this is what gets chelsea to that point yeah. you know and charlotte doesn't have shit to do but put over people right now anyway she's the fucking queen <laughs> she doesn't need any more belts she got all the belts she didn't won all the titles and got all the accolades so her putting people over at this point in her career is not a bad look dude know? talk to me about charlotte man because i have a very uh similar opinion to you i i, I will okay. say this i do think recently she's been overexposed i don't think you need to ha have her on every single show all the Definitely time not. but I, I would say that to everybody but i often get you know, I, I don't mind somebody saying that, oh, they think she's won too many titles. That's cool. I understand the criticism. But then it often segues into, and she's crap. And that's when I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Mm. We, we, we don't, we can't, I know you're annoyed at her, but we can't head off in that direction because it's not true. Like, it's just not. You don't have to like- At that point, a... I just end conversations with people because they're <laughs> yeah. clearly, clearly emotional. Yeah, you know I mean, about whatever they're discussing and they're not literally, they're not trying to discuss- you know, actual facts because anyone who says that clearly knows nothing about wrestling. Right. Just go, <laughs> just, just go watch Oscar versus Charlotte from, was it Mania 34? It's a class. It's so clear with me. And I get it. I understand people being pissed off at the ending. I get and it. She won. I, I yeah. get it. That's fine. You're allowed to get annoyed at booking decisions. But in terms of raw talent, I totally understand why WWE gets behind her the way that they do. You know, because you, you, you look at her. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Amazing. Yeah. Right? Look at her. Her moveset, <laughs> like her promo, like everything about her is pro wrestler. What is anybody mad about? What can you be mad about? She's had numerous classics with 
Bailey and Sasha and Becky and you know Rhonda. It's like, what do you want from her? Yeah, I mean, it's like, what else? She has, she's she's like six three, a six three female, and she does moonsaults. You know what I mean? And looks like a fucking pigeon flying through the air gracefully. You know what I mean? A swan or some shit. Like she's great at what she does, man. Like I, the natural selection, the figure eight, like her move set is the. I don't know, man. People just like to hate shit. Yeah, I mean, oh, once dude, you're really me, good man. at something, people just gonna find something to hate. So I, I, you know, I don't really give those people too much energy because in real life, you know, what I mean, she would smack the shit out of them. So, <laughs> but dude, always, man, always. <laughs> but it, that's always the thing that gets me with it is that you know she, and she, she got better too. And I always yeah. find I affiliate with somebody more when I actually see the progression in front of my eyes right. because I'm like, right. oh, wow. Because, you know, I think it's the same with um, it's a kind of an odd transition, but it's similar to me. And they're not the same kind of athlete or the same kind of wrestler. But I think because they get a lot of hate from people, and I don't actually know what your opinion will be. But Nyla Rose, to me, has got so much better since Dynamite started. Mm. It started. And, you know, which I think came to a head. We talked about on the Double or Nothing episode this week. Like, where he's like, okay, she needs to work with somebody better than her. But I'm, I'm a wrestler. I know that's true for 100% of right. wrestlers. So, you know, I just, I, just, I just like that. I like seeing somebody improve. Um, how, what's your, um, obviously, because, you know, we're, I think we're around about a year in since, obviously, you know, AEW kind of really, really took a step up. What's your, yeah, where are you at with it, man? Do you check out Dynamite? You enjoying it? Uh, Dynamite's the best show on TV right now. Ah, oh, dude, I love it. There we go. That's a statement. <laughs> I, right mean, there. It's, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel weird saying that I don't want it to be. Yeah, you know I mean, but because I do, and I'm happy for him. I just want WWE to be better. Yeah, you know I mean, I want Raw and SmackDown to be better. Um, so I'm happy that AEW is the best show. Dynamite is the best show on TV right now because it's making WWE step their shit up. You see, they copy little things from AEW every now and then. Uh, so I, I'm all in with AEW. I was at their first show. Their very first show was here. I'm from nice, Washington DC, man. and the, their first show was right here in DC. So I was at the first show. Um, yeah, so I, I've been all in from the beginning, man. Uh, Chris Jericho has, you know, become GOAT status. Uh, John Moxley, I love what he's doing. Uh, overall, uh, the title run has been a little lackluster in my opinion. Um, but I still love what they're doing with Moxley. He's a very believable champion, very believable character. I love the inner circle. I, You know, they have new talent that they're you know, trying to pull up, and that's the only thing I have a problem with is that the fact that they have so many WWE guys uh, in the main event picture right now, and it really looks like, um, you know, sometimes it looks like a WWE, you know, show. Mm. You just had Brody Lee and John Moxley fighting for the title <laughs> in the last pay per view. I was like, wait, they were literally just in the other company. It doesn't, it was, wasn't even a year ago. They were both in the same company, wrestling in, this, in different companies. So it was, um, it's, I, it's a little weird. I love Nyla Rose. You brought her up. I, I, she grew on me. What can I say? I don't, you know, I wasn't a huge fan because she seemed kind of clunky in, in the ring at first. Um, but I love Nyla Rose. I think she's a better version of Nia Jax. Um, <laughs> that you know. That's fair. Nice, no, fair man. It's fair point. Yeah, and you know, um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what AEW has for year two because this past pay per view, that Stadium Stampede match, the Casino Ladder match, 
like everything they do, it seems like it's fans first. Everything is fan service. They want to please the people watching and not the man in the office, <laughs> which makes a huge, huge difference uh, to the viewer, you know, in, in my opinion. Hmm. No, dude, I, you can't argue with the fan first thing. We were discussing this the other day as well. It's one of the the nice things that we get from all elite wrestling because you know wwe many times is as they're allowed to do but they've dug their they've dug their heels in the sand and been like no we know what's best and we all get a little bit pissed <laughs> off with it you mentioned the whole wwe thing which is actually a really good segue into the um look I, i've got my twitter open in the background as i always do when i'm working right. and i tweeted out ups and downs sort of just before we started recording and I've seen replies coming and going, Miller, can't believe you like the Tyson versus Jericho stuff. It's all WWE, blah, blah. <laughs> and look, it's hard to argue. Again, I'll use that word again. But it's hard to argue against that because, of course, it was aping what happened in 1998. You'd have to be crazy right. to pretend otherwise. Uh, what did you think of it, though, man? Did you think it was... Because my point with it is this. A, I think I I, 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 I look at wrestling kind of different to most people anyway. Right, but right. Th the thing is... In terms of the execution, is it the best thing I've ever seen? No. But do I understand what they're trying to achieve? Yes. And what happened when I woke up today? On all the websites that I usually check for sports, Tyson, 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 AEW, AEW, AEW. It worked. Yeah. So, like, don't forget, they, Tony Khan, Mike Tyson ain't cheap, man. Mike oh, Tyson, one of the right. biggest celebrities in the, on the planet. Still, to this day, everyone knows who Mike Tyson is. For better or worse, doesn't matter. He ain't coming for, for a cheap paycheck. So you want to make sure you get your return on that investment. And the way to do that is to get on SportsCenter, is to get on ESPN, is to get on... I saw on Reddit some um, Portuguese sports site that apparently never talks about wrestling, had AEW and Mike Tyson on their front page. And when you look at it like that, I'm like, okay, it wasn't bad. It wasn't the best thing that they've done. But my word, how can you be pissed off about that? Because to this day, and for a long ass time, you know, so many people are still going to equate wrestling with WWE. That's what my mum calls it. Oh, Simon likes that WWE stuff. I'm like, no, mum's a company. It's called wrestling. She doesn't get it. But I understand that. People do it with UFC too, right? Of course yep, they 100%. do. So you need to start fighting back against that and that's going to take a long time but a great way to do it is publicity and again when i look at it that way i'm like i can't moan i can't complain it's genius business it just is yeah it was so cringe though simon <laughs> it was so cringe oh my god it was so cringe i was i was watching i wanted it to be so good and there was like some haha -ha moments in there but it was so cringe but like you said they accomplished their goals. Who said that Mike Tyson's appearance back in, you know, 98 or whatever it was when he came in with uh, Shawn Michaels and BX and all them, uh, who's to say watching that back now isn't sort of cringe? It's not like Mike Tyson's a fucking actor. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> oh, a boxer. Oh, dude. Yeah, Mike, know, so. I'm not, Mike Tyson has no clue what he's doing. Don't get yeah, me he wrong. Has no <laughs> idea. Like, you saw him flexing at the pay-per-view. I was like, what is he doing? Is he... Is he okay? <laughs> Why is he just standing on the road flexing right no, now? No, can't, no can't take his t-shirt off either. Really, yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> that was so, oh my God. That was so. Oh, man. Yeah, so, you know, it's funny. And if, you know, maybe watch it from the outside, you you watch it. If you were just flicking the channels, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? You know, but, you know, as a wrestling fan, you have to understand what pro wrestling is. The shit is goofy. It's silly. It's funny. Sometimes people are going to mess up and, you know, screw things. You just 
you just got to accept the bad, you know, because you know you're going to get a bunch of good, you know, in the end or from another source, you know, in the same realm, the re- realm of wrestling. So I take it all how, how it comes, man. Like, I don't get that overly mad about anything. I actually posted something on Instagram the other day. Like, why do y'all get so upset? It's literally adults fighting in underwear. Why, <laughs> why does anybody take any of this shit that seriously? Nobody should be that emotional. Like, I'm passionate because I love it. I'm not passionate because I, I'm looking for a reason to hate. You know what yeah. I mean? So oh, hell yeah, man. It's a little bit different, like, you know, so there's, you know, people like, you know, that guy who comes out and says ridiculous things about, you know, uh, Alexa Bliss on, you know, and things like that. And then you have, you know, and that's a different kind of passion. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> then what yeah. I want to represent and want to, you know, bring across to the people that, you know, happen to the few people that happen to listen to my show. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. No, did you, you, you've summed it up. Like, it's one of those things where I, I, I think you can just take it or leave it, as weird as that sounds. And I think the question is, where does it build? Because on paper, we're going to get what? Mike Tyson with his legit MMA fighters taking on the inner circle? Are they going to bringing them back? Are they going to keep... Because I didn't, I didn't even notice. Because, again, I'm always making notes. I saw um, I saw Sahido and I saw uh, uh, whoever the hell the other guy was. And then I was like, wait, it's Rashad. Why is Rashad Evans there? Like, real, like it's just, fighters, right? Yeah, I was just like, what, what is going on? And they, they ain't going to work pro wrestling. Like, they're just not. Maybe Tyson will do something. So I'm massively intrigued to see what they, what they do with it. Obviously, you know, back in 1998, what did Tyson do? He just on the outside. He was an enforcer. Didn't do anything. You know, punched out Shawn Michaels. And and that's pretty much all he did for his six weeks. He did say he was making a comeback, though, Simon. You don't think he'd been in the performance center? Or, you know, the AEW's version of the performance center working out? But maybe, dude, right? Maybe that all ties in. He wants to come back, do his exhibition fights. He's always been a wrestling fan. Maybe he actually wants to take some bumps. I don't know. That would be crazy. (laughs) I just thought about that. That would be kind of crazy, man. I wouldn't Uh, mind seeing it. It would be horrible. To watch, it, you know, <laughs> you just have to be another bad Tyson match. Yeah, I mean, if you know what I mean. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the the career didn't end great. The career didn't end great. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm talking about Tyson Fury. Like, we don't need to see no more Tysons in the rest. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the thing with Tyson Fury was though. I'll say this: I was I was more impressed than I thought I would have been. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I, yeah. I thought I thought it was going to be an absolute mess. But actually, exactly, when right. I was watching it, I was like, look, I'm not I wouldn't say this is good, but <laughs> you are you're holding your own better than I would have presumed you would have done. And you did that, better than I would have done. Well, so. well I think well, you, <laughs> I, I don't know, man, right. like, with the amount of training you may have done. But that's the point. I think he kind of hit his peak. Which right, I think, right. which I, which I think is a thing. What did you think about everything else on Dynamite Man? Because I thought it was a really, a really entertaining uh, episode. I thought the show was entertaining. I think Dynamite's entertaining every week. Britt Baker yeah. is one of my oh. favorite people on the planet. Period. Dude, dude, I told people, and listen, Simon. I know you, your show and your platform is bigger than mine. And I haven't fit. I, before we started this call, I was literally in the middle of watching ups and downs, right? And I saw Hero. you, Hero. you know, gassing. Oh, you were in the gas. You were, you know, you were in gas mode for Britt Baker. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. But I'm here to let you know you weren't the only one on that Britt Baker train early. I knew she was gonna be something special. I, I loved her just uh, soon as she turned heel. The second she yeah. turned heel, amen, it brother. Completely changed my perception of her i she was literally nothing before she turned hit like her character was just it was like bailey i don't i didn't know what she was supposed to be the second she turned hill bro it was like oh my god 
this is like one of the, you, you know, she's almost like a combination of Matt Riddle and Charlotte Flair. You know what I mean? <laughs> she thinks she's great, but she acts like she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's so nonchalant about everything and just like, yes, you still love me. You know, I'm going to explain to you why. Here. She doesn't raise her voice and do anything. I don't, I don't know, man. I think she's fucking hilarious, bro. She is hilarious. Every I'm with time. You. Last I, night she had the don't hurt Britt Baker. She had the list again. <laughs> she came out in the wheelchair that said role model, but dude, it was role R-O. Greatest, I, greatest ship ever, man. I tell I was you. like, it's so stupid, but it's hilarious. <laughs> That's what makes it good. Exactly. Stupid. It's pro wrestling. I like stupid shit. I'm Me sorry. Too. No, it's, I'm with you. And honestly, dude, I'm so glad you said that about being on the freight train because on when she turned heel on the boat, that's when it was, and she cut that promo on the yep. boat. Oh man, my Twitter feed was unbearable, yep. unbearable for like. And I was like, I honestly, I went back and watched it because it's like, have I gone nuts? To me, I thought it was there was something there. I was like, this is funny, this is fun. I think people misjudge the character or whatever. But last night, she came of age. There's no two yep. ways about it. She came 100%. of age. She is like Chris Jericho from the late 90s, but thrown into 2020 with all the extra bells and whistles that you would expect. <laughs> Mind blown. That is exactly what she's like. Yeah. That is exactly who she's fucking like. Chris Jericho, when he came in and started listing off his thousand and one moves, she got him. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, better yeah. than you. All that classic stuff. Yeah, and you can't, yeah. And I just, and the whole way that she just hates everyone as well. Like Nyla Rose yeah. got it. Um, Audrey, Aubrey Hepburn got it as well. Like <laughs> she doesn't have any friends. She doesn't have any friends at all. Yeah, it's funny. My girlfriend said the same thing about Charlotte Flair. She was like, "Why is Charlotte such a bitch? Does she not like anyone?" <laughs> <laughs> such a good point. Just a dick all around. Yeah, just all around. Like it doesn't matter if you're trying to be friends with her. She's still like, "No, I don't like you." Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I I love what they're doing with Britt Baker's. You know. Uh, I love what she's doing with her character. I'm not sure who's behind the whole change and attitude and gimmick. I just feel like she, like you said, she just she just came of age last night and over the last few weeks. What have you heard about her injury? Uh, officially, officially, is it kayfabe? Were they working us? Was it real deal? It's a real deal. I just don't real think deal. I don't okay. think it was as bad as people first okay. thought. There was some rumors that oh she's going to be out for you know six to nine months, but thankfully last it's just... week they brought the doctor out and had. You know, had him pointing out all the muscles and ligaments that got damaged. She shaved her ACL. I was like, how the hell do you shave an ACL? Like, what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> so so they, they, I was nervous because I was like, no, not Brit. Like, I was legit hurt, bro. Like, and, you know, then they came out. She's only going to be out a couple months. So I was yeah. definitely happy about that. But then I was like, so was it a work the whole time? I don't, what's going on? Like, no, so. I think it, I think I think it's real. I mean, that's the problem with okay. wrestling is you never actually know. Never but know, I think right? I think it's real. And hopefully, yeah, she'll be back sort of in a in a in two or three months or something. Well, probably less than that in a couple of couple of months. Remember when Austin was out and we got all the goofy shit uh, because he couldn't wrestle? Yeah, oh, dude. I think I think we're gonna get the same thing with Britt Baker. Bring it on, and, and uh, I'm gonna love every bit of it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't even need to see a match. You know what I mean? No, like, honestly, sometimes you don't. Right? The the smartest wrestlers are the people that make that stuff work without even Absolutely. getting into a ring. 
and you look forward to seeing them just to talk. I mean, that, <laughs> yes, that's when you that's when you're over, dude. I want to go back, man, because you mentioned something okay. very interestingly about John Moxley. Obviously, absolutely doubled down on it last night on Dynamite. It's going to be Brian Cage versus him at yep. Fighter Fest. Um, you know, kind of cool, nice, easy stuff. Nothing over the top, super simple. But you mentioned you were kind of disappointed in his in, in his championship reign so far. Hit me with it, dude. What's the where where where, where why? Okay, <laughs> I want to. Okay, first of all, I want to point out the fact that um, AW is fucking up because they're supposed to have a ranking system. How the hell does Brian Cage have a championship match already? Well, dude, I do get confused with their ranking system. Yeah, I don't because... like I'm so confused. Like, do the matches matter or don't they matter? I think that's one thing they need to fix. Well, I guess he, he Brody did... Lee got a match after a weekend in the company. <laughs> and now Brian Cage is getting, you know, a match after having lunch in the company one time. So I it's like I suppose that he did win the chip, though, right? He did. He yeah, did I, so I guess he oh, can okay, cash that so he, in. he got the. OK, so that's his in. But how did he even get in the match to get to the chip? <laughs> like, shouldn't it be the top eight people? Like, he can't be, and he hasn't had a match in the company, so he can't be. Look, I don't know. You're I not wrong. Feel like, he should have worked his way into the ranking system. Like, yeah, you're, you're yeah, not wrong because match. the thing that got me was they, you know, you got the best friends as the number one contenders from the pay per view, right. but right. now Kip Sabian and what the fuck? Yeah. same deal. What the hell? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like. So, but as far as Moxley's run overall, I'm, how do I say this? Um, his moveset sucks. That's interesting, man. Nah, go I with it. Like, I, and, okay, let me see how to, hmm. what is, what is Moxley's style? How would you describe his style? Yeah, brawler, like, uh, uncaged, that kind of what, style. What's his best move? The paradigm shift. How many of those did it take to put out Brody Lee? <laughs> uh, technically, it, no. Oh, no, no, none of them. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good, such a good he point. Go yeah, he, out, did. he didn't go out to the paradigm shift. Yeah. That's my problem with John Moxley. Like, I don't know what, what his actual dominant move. I know finishers are kind of crap these days and whatever. Selling is kind of out the window, especially in AEW. But, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's... I just want to see more. I don't want to see him do another suicide dive. I don't want to see it. It doesn't really go with his character. Um, like he's a he's a bro. I get it. I just don't think his matches are that exciting. The the match, um, him versus Kenny Omega. Okay, what do you? If you would have messed that up, you would have had a problem because <laughs> the setup for that and how violent it was was. It was beautiful. It was an amazing match. It was horrific at the same time. Oh my dear, Matt, crazy. Yeah, that was oh my god, that was crazy. But but it was a beautiful match. But that was about and that was before he had the title, right? He didn't even have the belt then. No, no, no in there, man. No, no in there. So yeah, so I think that was his best match so far in AEW. I bro, I'm I'm really rooting for him because I want everybody who leaves WWE for the reasons he did to stick it to him because he deserved better. Um, then he got, you know, but he's, I feel like he's missing something and it's worrisome. You know, it's really worrisome. I'm scared for the guy. And, you know, that's me talking to someone who wants to see him be successful. I want, I, I don't know what it is, man. I'm, he's just not, he doesn't bring me in, um, with Dude. his matches. 
there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, man. I tell you, there's sometimes you just get these weird inclinations. You just get it. It just yeah. happens, right? It's, it's just true. I, I've had it in the past where you're watching stuff and you don't really know why it's not clicking with you, especially because it seems to be clicking with everybody else. It's like the, the majesty that wrestling has. The one I right. always talk about is Matt and Jeff Hardy. As a yeah. kid, I was so baffled because everybody was like, oh, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy. And I was like, I kind of like Matt. And I didn't know why. <laughs> there was just no reason. It was just there'll be right. something deep down. And I think it's one of those situations. I probably think the Brian, after the Brian Cage feud, uh, going on to all your points, I think what would help massively is if he actually has an elongated program with somebody. You know, Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because at the moment, I, I do like it because it means that things feel fresh and interesting. But after a while, I think you need an enemy, right? You need a villain. You need a dude that is getting under your skin. Because at the moment, I don't think anybody expected Brody Lee to win. I don't think Brian Cage will win. I could be wrong, but that's my gut that Brian Cage won't win. And I need the threat or the idea that, oh my gosh, this guy could beat John Moxley. And then I'll be more invested. And then hopefully on top of that, his character um, you know, evolves and progresses too. And I thought it, we would get more out of him and Jericho, honestly. Well, maybe we're like, going back to it. I mean, I don't yeah. know what we're going to do with Jericho now because he's got, he got a few with Mike Tyson. Like we, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Have to have a few with Mike Tyson. What else yeah. can you do? What about, Cody, true. what about Cody Rhodes as TNT champion, man? And the fact that it's open challenge. Open challenge for that that, that title Ooh. straight away. Um. Okay. Uh. Okay, it's the TV ch TV title now. Yeah, I, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, I first of all fix that belt. <laughs> um, the, the reaction to that killed me. Man. Yeah, oh, I was one of the first people to post on Instagram. I just typed, "What the fuck is this?" I didn't even. <laughs> I knew that couldn't have been the real deal. I was there was fingerprints on it. You could see all of them. I was like, "What, what is that?" <laughs> but but they quickly explained the situation, which everybody should be able to understand. Yeah. during these times um but uh cody he's the right he was the right person to win when we did our prediction show i definitely chose him to win because you know he's already out of the world title picture for whatever amount of time uh so you know you want to put that belt you know in the limelight cody's gonna do the tv and all these things so you want the champion to walk around and do all these things can't put it on lance archer right away he's not gonna be in front of anybody's camera uh right away um so it was the right decision um huh cody is one of the best at garnering sympathy in a match and one of the best promos in the business right now um what i'm most interested in is to see if he's going to have like a steady feud because it feels like everybody every hill in the company has beef with cody i don't know who he's supposed to be having a rivalry against uh mjf right um and uh lance archer and now it's uh who just threatened him again said they're coming after the belt uh oh man i can't remember there was, now. There was some there was somebody else said they were coming after the belt uh they have, they have, well, somebody has a match next week and he's going to defend it every week. Uh, I Jungle Boy next week, yeah. Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy next, next week. Yeah. Jungle Boy next week. Um, but there was a couple, there was another hill, I think, that said that they were coming after the title. Um, but I, I don't know who he's technically feuding with, which I guess could be a good thing for the TNT slash TV I-95 475 championship. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we can see. 
we can see. I feel like that's what they did. They heard our truth say that. We're just we're gonna make this the TNT TV title. <laughs> and just, so, so we'll see. We'll see. I I love I'm a huge fan of Cody Rhodes now strictly because of what he's done for pro wrestling. Mm. Oh, I, I, he- I will love that man forever just for what he's given us. I love AEW so much. So you'll be remiss that I will have a hard time saying anything bad about Cody Rhodes. I feel the same, man. Like I, I'm invested in that character, which yeah. is, again, like we were just talking about. When you're invested in a character, they don't have to do much. Their music hits, they come out, and you kind of sit in a little bit cozy and go, right, let's see what's going to happen. You know? His entrance it- is amazing. Uh, his crew is dope. Like, it's, you know, he's got the total package. And it's just... It's really good to see someone that you knew had that potential and was being held back actually get that shine and get a chance to do it and do it on his own volition and because he decided that he wanted to do it. Cody mm. started all this shit. You know, maybe Meltzer, you know, put the battery in his back. But <laughs> Cody started this shit, man. And people got to remember that, that this guy is going to die with this, having the same impact on pro wrestling, if not bigger than his father. You know, and that's saying a whole lot, you know, because mm. we all know how much of a legend Dusty is. I got into pro wrestling in the 80s when I was just a kid because of Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes. Um, so, you know, it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Cody. Yeah, dude, I, I totally agree. And look, we mentioned Jungle Boy. We'll talk about the Battle Royal. I, really, <laughs> I, I dug it a lot because I think so much has come out of that story wise. And I'm a stickler for na- any kind of narrative that, you know, kind of has depth to it, and you can see multiple storylines spinning off of it. I'm yeah. like, I- I'm in, I'm in, and like, you've now got this situation where maybe MJF and Wardlow are going to be done sooner rather than later. Obviously, Jungle Boy chucks out MJF, so he's probably going to get involved in the match next week. But how does that work? Because you've got Cody and MJF, who also, as you mentioned, exactly. have their stuff going on. Do you really want, you know, you don't want Cody Rhodes to lose it that soon? But having Jungle Boy suffer another loss on TV, that's a debate you can have as well. So there's a lot here. Yeah, so much. That's why I really, really dug it. I was like, man. Yeah, it's like a good thing and a bad thing. That's good, right? I think so. I I, I like being confused. Yeah, I like being confused. And also, you know, if we're talking about everything that happened there, you've got Orange Cassidy, who now apparently is feuding with the Inner Circle. My God. Yes. It's Orange Cassidy versus the Inner Circle. Please just run that for two hours every week. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and throw Britt Baker in there. <laughs> Give me a Britt Baker segment. That's all I need. Oh, dude. Tell me. I would literally man. laugh for two hours straight if that happens. That would be the most entertaining shit of all time. I really hope that they like get embroiled in some kind of six week situation. <laughs> oh my God. I could just imagine the banter. Well, I mean, I'm gonna guess that he's he's got a feud with Santana and Ortiz now. Right, so exactly. he needs a partner. I'm going to presume that it wouldn't be the best friends because that doesn't... I mean, he could get Early one of them, I suppose. Me. But yeah, it seems like if you were going to do that, you'd get a third guy. Or maybe they will get a third guy. Maybe they'll get somebody else from the inner circle. I don't know. Well, Colt. Of course, yeah, man. There you go. That's the way to do it, right? Although yeah. Colt, apparently Colt's going to join the Dark Order, man. He's getting, <laughs> right? he's getting hit That's up. Crazy. Hit up by the Dark Order. I thought that was kind of cool, too. It did make yeah. me laugh because I was like, which minion got a flyer done? <laughs> for, for this? Who went to the shop? Oh, uh, yeah, I need these flyers done. What's it for? A cult? Oh, yeah. No problem. 
no problem. I'll just get these whipped up for you right now, sir. Thanks very much. <laughs> at that point, I was just ordering my own flyer printer so I didn't have to embarrass myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Do it at home. I'm going to print do these it. in my house. Yeah, do it at home. But I like the idea of Colt Cabana turning them down. I think he'd be quite good in that. I think he'd be quite good yeah. in that role. I basically like everything that Colt Cabana does. I'd just be open Same. and honest right now. I think he's such a he's such a workhorse. And he's always, you know, even when things have gone bad, he's managed to find a way to, you know, to make stuff work. So even when being goofy, he's very believable. He is. It's because comedy's so good because he commits it's, to it again. He commits yeah, to exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't hold back, and that's half the. Doesn't seem like he's trying too hard. No, you know just I mean? does it. Just does yeah. it. And I, I am biased because I've met him a couple of times, and he. Oh, could, that's what's up. He, he could. <laughs> he couldn't be more giving. Do you know what I mean? Like no matter uh, what he's doing, you want an interview, we'll give you an interview. He's he's a real good. He's a real yeah. good dude. And um, but I I don't mind. The team, because the kind of Orange Cassidy and Colt Cabana are kind of like mirrors of each other anyway. If yeah. they want to be doofuses, they will be. But then as soon as you pull that trigger, guys can go, man. Guys oh, can oh. go. Guys can work. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I like it, though. I, I all these. Uh, that's why I think what the, my biggest thing about Dynamite last night was there are so many little things that have happened when you actually sit down and, and let it play out. The, and also, that's not even, you know, before we talked about that bizarre random tag match at the start when it was yeah. just when it was just the young bucks and matt hardy taking on uh private party and joey janela they love doing that AEW. these crazy baby random baby face and these just random. random tag matches the thing is yeah. now again it's come full circle to me i was confused about it for a while but now i'm like well that's just what they do that's just what they do so okay i mean I it makes sense because they got the ranking system so it's like you can fight anybody you know, so that part makes sense. It's just the the actual rankings. You never know what what they mean because people can come in and just, you know, win a battle royal and get a you know jump to the top of the rankings, which doesn't really make sense in my eyes. But you know, I love everything else about AEW. I think that's you know I can accept those little flaws. Fair enough, man. <laughs> And look, obviously, before we wrap up as well, we've got to talk about the big arrival with the revival, FTR, yeah, making, their, making their debut. Obviously, we know that it's not what it could have been because we don't have fans. Always, It always hits me in the, in the side every time. I'm like, oh, can you imagine that reaction? I could have lived off that yeah. for a year. Uh, but look, we're not mucking around. They come in, beat up the Butcher and the Blade. Don't understand why the Butcher and Blade have changed gimmicks, by the way. No idea what, what that's about. What, yeah. they, what, what <laughs> the hell were they wearing? <laughs> They've become like Miami Vice are, characters. Are they angels now? <laughs> I was like, what is, like, they just, they don't look scary at all anymore. Like, and, they were two of the most intimidating dudes in the company. And now I'm like, and the bunny's not the bunny. Why like gardeners? Right. I'm like, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> so strange. Anyway. I, I I guess it gets explained. That was too much. That was one of these things. I was like, no, you got to. You made me feel like I missed something. Never let right. me feel like I missed something, especially right, exactly. when I'm watching. But anyway, I got over it quite quickly because, of course, truck pulls up. Uh, I'm going to call them Dash and Dawson because I'm still not used to their their, their their new names, Cash and something or other. Man, they're stupid. The they're new names are just bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're just bad. Like Dax Harwood. That's it's... it. Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. That's it. That's Come it. That's on, the... bro. Like, how did that? I don't know. How did that end up being their names? Uh, you I'm can, sorry. You can like, pick anything I... you want. Anything you want. Okay. The revival are really good in the ring. They are not the most creative guys outside of it. Um, I definitely had a problem with them doing the whole revolt thing. Knowing that they had already wrestled a team on the Indies that was called the Revolt. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was weird. It was that's really weird. And as someone who's a, who's been a musician all his life, and you know has 
had to deal with people copying stuff and different things like that. That kind of hit me like, bro. Oh, totally, man. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Why would you? And they're on the come up. So it feels almost worse. Like you were hoping that people would pay it. You know, since you were big, you could just take their name and no one would care. You know, the trolls would just be like, who cares about these little guys? We want to call these guys the root. Like, don't do that. That's just a dick move. You know, so once they now that they've officially come out as fuck the rest, um, (laughs) whatever, Uh, I guess that's, you know, uh, you know, that's a, a, a little bit of a, you know. A smoothing out of things i guess they're not copying as much but i just don't like their names um i think that we're gonna get some amazing matches out oh, of these man. two guys because no there's question. no question about it these two dudes are two of the best wrestlers on the planet especially as a tag team yeah um just seeing them face off with nick and matt at the end it was like all right it's gonna happen we've been waiting for this it's gonna happen well that's the thing right isn't it wwe yeah Yeah, that's the thing is that this really is like a one hell of a long-term payoff yes like we if you wanted this you've wanted this for around about four years which is which is an incredible amount of time and so to you know i like the tease you know, I like the tease where it looked like they were going to attack the Young Bucks, but instead they attack the Butcher and the Blade. And yet yeah, yeah, there's yeah. still these uh, sort of opportunities between the two to take advantage, but we don't do it. I know that there is um, some worry that we're going to go straight into the match and there should be some build. I don't think so, man. I think sometimes just strike when the iron is hot. You know, if, if you're there... That's the thing, right? We've had it for years. Four like, years. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just get to the shits, man. What do, yeah. they, what do people want, man? What oh, do y'all no, no. want? Y'all want them to do the same thing they've been doing for four years again on TV? Just let the motherfuckers fight, man. Exactly. I'm, I, I, I'm with you, man. Do, do you, I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. Do you think that AEW is debuting too many people? Because obviously yeah, we had we 100%. had Brian Cage on Sunday, yes. uh, Saturday too. Yes. They need to just wait it out. At least until you can go 25% or something. I think, and this is this seemed to me like the perfect opportunity to give the guys who were already there uh, a better shot, you know, to get more TV time, exposure, practice, different things, because the fans are going to be have more, a little more leeway during these times, you know, if they have common sense. I guess you still got those idiots out there who will just be mad no matter what. Um, <laughs> but I feel like this would have been a good time to really get, you know, you know, the guys who helped start the company, the guys that they promised TV time, the guys who came from other companies. And, you know, I feel like they could have really pushed those guys. Like, look what happened to Sean Spears. He's a jobber now, you know, so it's I feel like they could have focused more on him instead of bringing a couple people in. They could have saved those guys for when the crowd and it would have been beneficial to everybody. You know, Brody Lee showing up when the crowd is back. Uh, you know, Brian Cage showing up when the crowd is back. I think uh Especially those two guys, um, yeah, I think I think it, they're maybe debuting a couple, many too many people, because um, there's so, especially in the women's division, there's so many. Like I want to see Big Swole on TV more. Um, I want to see Pineapple Pete wrestle more. I want to see where's Joey Janela? Does he? I think he's complained at, at a couple, uh, you know, points that he's not getting enough TV time at AEW. They have a lot of wrestlers. They only have two hours of TV, not including Dark right now. So it's not a lot of space, which I understand. So maybe cultivate the talent, the homegrown talent that you believed in when you started the company instead of bringing people in and bringing them straight to the top automatically. But I'm not a wrestling promoter. I'm not going to sit up here and pretend I understand how everything works backstage or, you know, what their plans are for everybody. Um, you know, I just really want to see those people who 
debuted with the company in the first month, first two months, first three months. I really want to see all those people, if they're ready. I don't want to see them on TV if they're crap. But if they're ready, <laughs> I want to see those people get a shot. You know, And I feel like this no fans era was a good chance to give some people a shot. Uh, instead of introducing new talents, but you that's know, fair. that's fair, man. Like I, I don't, I, I will, I, I agree with you on that sense. It, it felt like a lot to me. I was like another one. I don't mind yeah. it because look, do I want the revival there? Of course, I want the revival there. I'm not crazy, but it was at the same time I was like, this feels like we are, we're rocketing through a lot of people. When yeah. they, like you said, there's guys that we did have who we haven't seen for a while. It, it's tough, right? You, you've hit the nail on the head in the sense that they only have two hours of TV a week. And yep. there's only so much you can do with that. And I do think mostly they've managed it well. But there is going to come a time when you're going to need to double down. And you don't want to forget about some of the guys. Although I do want to say in AEW's defense that I think what they've done with uh, the likes of Darby Allen and um, Sammy Cabrera is you know, top Oof. notch. Absolutely top, top notch. notch. Yeah, yeah. Top, top notch. Shout out to Sammy Cabrera, who doesn't smoke weed at all and still did a drop for our show. Love that guy. Uh, <laughs> and I love everything that he's doing right now. He is one of the MVPs of AEW. W, no question. Uh, that guy will put himself through hell to entertain us. And as a fan, if you can't appreciate that, then you're not really a fan. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, dude. How, so, no, dude, speak you know. it, man. No, so, so yeah. true. But ultimately, you know, with the revival, we are going to get that match. And yeah. if you've been following that feud for as long as we all have, it's almost kind of crazy that it's real in many ways. It's like, it how, how long have we been waiting? And now finally, it's going to be a thing. Finally coming around, we're going to get Nick Nick, and, and, and Matt going up against Dax. And what is his name? I can't Cash. even remember. Cash I don't know, man. Dax, I don't know. Oh, yeah. my God. They literally sound like porn stars from the 70s. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. They literally Dax Harwood? That can't be real. That can't be a real thing. I'm sorry. That is ridiculous. Maybe, Simon. May, maybe they think it's funny. Maybe it's one of those I things mean, they just think it's hilarious. But supposed to be a serious thing. I know. I know, man. I, I, they, they, names are jokes. That's the problem. <laughs> like, you can't have jokes for names and be like this serious team that you know you know more you know, all fists no flips like my, but your name is Dax Harwood bro like you should be flipping all over the place what are you talking about <laughs> Oh, oh man I love it I love it I love those guys as a tag team man I just I'm making jokes but yeah those guys are great looking forward to this match man I love what AEW's doing I just they this better be the last people they debut uh, for a long time like we just got three major debuts in the last month chill out that's all we need you know what i mean just chill yeah. out we got enough just wait till people come back to the audience dude you know? i couldn't I couldn't agree more couldn't agree more like you don't you don't yeah, ever want to yeah. overdo it you want to you want to you want to take your time with this stuff it's just true you do you you, you don't want to do it's like this boy who cried wolf right eventually the more you do something the less uh you care it's just how people yeah. work it's just 100%. how people work uh, right, dude. On that note, we've made we smashed an hour like that. Piss easy that was. We flew. Wow. We we flew through that. Uh, dude, give it, it, give man. give one more shout out for um, wrestling with weed so people know listen, where to find listen, you. Listen, everybody, you can go. I am actually working on a website right now. We're gonna have a fully interactive website. Um, you're gonna be able to become members, and everything is gonna be set up kind of like Patreon. Well, a portion of it will be, so I don't have to actually use Patreon. I'm gonna have my own portal, so all you guys can come over to wrestlingonweed.com um, uh, in about a week, and you can follow me on Instagram right now. You can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Wrestling On 
weed, um, and no wrestlers shouldn't be wrestling while they're on weed. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm talking about wrestling while I'm on weed. That's that's what it is. So please don't get confused. Uh, I think I'm advocating for people wrestling high. That's probably dangerous. Dude, um, I, I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you somebody's done it. I can bro, guarantee oh, I, you. Oh, I know for a fact. I've, we've already seen interviews where people have said they've done it. Done I mean, it, Sean Mike, like as many people have already admitted to doing it. Matt Riddle looks high every match. Wow, so mean, we're not even going. So they've definitely done it. But yeah, if all you guys could go follow me uh, on Instagram and Twitter, uh, we're pretty active on there. Shout out to my boy Physics and uh, Two-Face the Wild Boy. They do the podcast with me. And Simon, before we get out of here, bro, I just really have to say this, man. Uh, Simon, I've been I've been watching Simon for everybody listening. I've been watching Simon probably just like some of you for like years now, you know, three, four years. And uh I probably wouldn't even be doing a YouTube channel if it wasn't for this dude because, you know, I found somebody on YouTube that was, you know, just as jovial and, you know, about the shit as I was and didn't give a fuck about, you know, didn't take himself too seriously, which is always something that I had to do when I was making music uh, because it's so competitive. But, you know, now that I'm in the sports media or the wrestling media realm, uh, Simon has been a major, major inspiration. I told him this when we met at uh, WrestleMania 35 uh, in in Jersey uh, at the Bullet Club block parties, our first time meeting. I remember, man. Yeah, the energy that you give off on camera, bro, is the exact same energy I got from you in person. Like, you're a very humble dude. And believe me when I tell you that shit rubs off on people, even when it's hard, man. I don't know how you do it sometimes because it's tough. Cause trolls get at me sometimes and I will snap. I I don't give a fuck. Like I will snap <laughs> and I, you know, and not feel bad about it, but you are literally the nicest person on the internet and you know, everybody's got their shit, but I think that people should, you know, on the internet should definitely strive to be more like you, man. And you know, I just want you to keep, and you work hard as fuck. You're like, how many shows do you have, man? <laughs> Too like, many. I'm Charlotte Flair. I'm overexposed. Right. Exactly. Like my friends all look at me like, bro, you, what do you, how many jobs do you have? You do so much. And I'm looking at you like, shit, I'm trying to be this guy. You know what I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not doing shit right now. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm trying to catch up with Simon Miller. Oh, so I man. say thank you, brother, for, you know, being such an inspiration and being really good at what you do, you know, and, and, and putting out all the content, man. I watch all that shit. I watch the workout shit because I'm into fitness, hardcore. Like, me and you are kind of into all of the same shit except for smoking weed. I don't think you smoke weed. No, nah, it's not I, my thing, it, man. Yeah. yeah, it's not your thing. I already know. But I, everything else, like pro wrestling, comic books, you know, all that shit, like, we're all into, we're into the same shit. That's why I vibe with you. And you got, you know, you got good vibes, man. So it's, it was a pleasure getting a chance to talk to you, man. We uh, have to do it. Nah, dude, you, 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 you've humbled me to say the least, man. I barely have any words, but I, I just want to point out, like, lots of people, not lots of people, but some people always say that kind of stuff to me. And it's really, really important to me to just let you know that in itself is so much, it's so motivational and it's so inspirational for me. I am no shame in admitting that my, I'm my own biggest critic. You know, I'm always watching my stuff saying that could be better. This could be better so far and so forth. And when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, man, Miller, keep on going. So, dude, thank Please. you, man, from the bottom of my heart. That was really nice of you. I appreciate that no a lot. No problem, brother. No problem. I appreciate you talking to me, having me on, man. Oh, like, no, dude. Thank you for the support. You know, and again, everyone. I'm going to keep supporting, man. Yeah. Go check out Wrestling on Weed. Trust me. I, I checked out episode. Is, well, you've seen it. You know. You know Paris has just laid it down here. You know what the deal is. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, and when you've done that as well, make sure you head over to YouTube. Give me a subscribe at Simon Miller 316. Again, search for Simon Miller Wrestling Clips. Some of these will be going up too. It's only small fry now, but we'll see what the internet does with it. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Simon316. It's got a Patreon if you want to come on the podcast. Patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316. But otherwise, along with my man Paris, just thank you so much to all of you. Uh, you're, you're all just lovely dudes, and I'm glad we are able to uh, yeah, get this community going. I'll talk to you again next week. Thank <laughs> you.